0: It's time for our spotlight. And it's time to spotlight Pennant Park, one of Wall Street's leading credit investors celebrating the transfer of its listing right here to the New York Stock Exchange. And joining us is Pennant founder and managing partner, Art Penn. Thank you so much for being with us. I, I enjoyed reading about your company and the involvement you have investing in so many um, small and medium-sized businesses. But first, how does it feel to be now part of the New York Stock Exchange? Why the switch? Why now?
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's a thrilling day. You come here on the big board and such history and uh, ritual. Um, Really terrific feeling to be here today. And look, we're kind of celebrating our 15 year anniversary this year. And it was just really wanted to, to change it up, give give it a try. We got a compelling uh, pitch from the NYIC in terms of the incremental liquidity and the benefit of human beings helping to trade the stock. And, uh, you know, we, we, we liked it, we bought into it, and we're excited to be here.
0: Yeah, and I've seen it many times. As I said, I've been, you know, I had a lifetime here, and, and you see this hybrid model of, computers and humans and there are times where a human really needs to step in and and that's part of the beauty of the New York Stock Exchange as well as its rich history as you were saying. Um, That being said, tell me about the direct lending that you've been doing to these small and medium sized businesses. I see 15 billion here. Um, What are the goals for the next few years?
1: So, look, We typically finance companies that generate between 10 million of cash flow and 50 million of cash flow a year typically these companies are growing companies Mm -hmm. and they need our capital to fuel that growth whether that be through acquisitions organic growth and um, and what we do is we fuel that growth typically with our debt securities we're we're lenders primarily Mm -hmm. and we also in many cases participate uh, in the equity and and generate nice upside
0: and so do you have losers in that group? I mean, you can't have all winners when you're doing investing of, like of that, course. right? Now,
1: we are lenders primarily, which means we like to be in a very defensive position. So mm-hmm. capital preservation is our foremost goal. Right. Preserve capital, the upside takes care of itself, but of course we make mistakes, we are human beings, and and we model for that. Well
0: look, you know, when you watch shows like Shark Tank, right, right. and you have people that are like, like some of the, the cast on that, they invest in so many companies and they all can't all yeah. be winners. Yeah. But in the end, as you said, preserving capital, that being said, and doing a lot of homework in your case uh, on some of these. Um, so that being said also, when you look at the current environment. I know um, in the notes, you were talking about different things that are. we have rising inflation, rising rates. We have a war abroad. Um, How does that affect an investor this year?
1: Look, it's a turbulent time, no doubt. Uh, One of the things that I think that we can provide that's nice is basically all of our loans are floating rates, floating interest rate, Mm -hmm. so that as interest rates rise, we are protected and can be a nice inflation hedge. Also, most of our loans are Made to companies right here in the United States so being an investor oh, and lender in the United States yeah. in senior secured top of the capital structure loans that are floating rate uh, in US dollar is a nice place to be given all the events going on in the world yeah
0: and I, and I saw that you were talking about um, US really being somewhat of a safe haven globally is that still the case is, is the US regarded as you're getting other folks, you know, who look, yes. at the, look to the U.S., yeah. they want to make money.
1: Yeah. So look, I spend a lot of time overseas talking to investors, yeah. existing investors, potential investors, Europe, Asia, elsewhere, and they, of course, have always thought of the U.S. Mm-hmm. as a safe haven. Perhaps right. even more so today. I'm going to be in Europe. I'm going to be in Europe next week. It'll be interesting to see
0: yeah.
1: uh, the perceptions uh, from those investors. Yeah. Because I was
0: saying Janet Yellen said it's more likely that you might see a recession in Europe before the United yes. States, so yes. um, I'll be interested to hear your conversations. Yeah. Um, that being said, any themes for your investing? Do you yeah. try and usually, do you often go with or you often avoid?
1: Yeah, so look, there's five key sectors, uh, healthcare, business services, consumer, software, technology, mm-hmm. and also importantly, government services and defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, government service and defense, again, today is a, is a safe place to be, that right, sector is, right. is usually very strong, even in non-turbulent times, but in, in a time like today where the world sees a lot of geopolitical risk, uh, investing in government services and defense can be a very nice, safe place to be in a portfolio.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, even some of those defense stocks that had done so well, we, we saw cybersecurity stocks yeah. doing well as there were so yeah. much concern about cyber yeah. warfare. Yeah. Um, ESG investing seems to be yeah. somewhat of a theme. Are you yeah. hearing a lot of people talking about, you know, really just really understanding what the planet should be or yeah. what
1: kind of people should be. Yeah. Look, no doubt, ESG is a trend. It's a trend that's here to stay. I think in this environment in particular, people yeah. are now questioning a little bit. Like, yeah. you know, we do government services and defense, for instance, which does, as you said, is mostly cybersecurity satellites. Mm. And we've historically said no tanks, no guns. Right. Now, in this world, I, you know, what you, you start thinking about that a little bit and what should ESG mean, what does it mean, how do you measure it? These are questions that are really challenging. Do you
0: put your passions into it also? I mean, I had a CEO who loved space, he ended up running a satellite company. Yeah. You know, we have Mark Lasry who's come yeah. on and, yeah. you know, he's part of the, the Bucks in Milwaukee, you know. Yeah. So yeah. do you have your passion in there too? Is there something that you like to learn well, more
1: about? Well, you know, look, I think the, the challenge with a debt portfolio, a lending portfolio is we have to be massively diversified. Yeah. We need lots and lots of names. So if you get passionate about something, unfortunately, you can lose money so we right. try to stay dispassionate
0: keep the, emotion. keep the emotions yeah. out what about things like airlines and aren't those traditionally uh, like airlines
1: have like uh you know ever since orville and wilbur have lost money
0: yeah
1: uh so we stay away from airlines yeah. Yeah. and particularly environments like you know travel is very fragile we just saw it during covid we saw yeah. it during the global financial yeah. crisis so absolutely so we're trying to be conservative lenders we are passionate about the Companies we invest in, we're passionate about our people and our firm. Yeah, we have to be completely dispassionate, uh, conservative credit investors when it comes to And our Happy
0: 15 years! Thank you, that's so amazing. Thank and you. glad you're here with us now at the New York Stock Exchange. We'll, we'll have times that we can yeah. catch up and get some updates from you. So, congratulations to you. Thank you, you and so much, team. real pleasure Thank to be here. Thank you so much, Art Pen of
1: Penn Park.